The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist... Uh, that's me, uh, Steve Olivas. Thanks for joining us, Steve. The podcast where we try to <laughs> solve. haven't done this in a while. The podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in ten minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I I'm here, man. I am razor sharp and quick on the draw. Clearly, in a good way you, this time. we are all getting Steve at his best today, and nobody has <laughs> any reason to question that. Especially not the question writer. Here's today's query. I feel like I'm emotionally cheating on my boyfriend, and I feel absolutely miserable and guilty about this. How should I stop feeling that I have um, stop this feeling that I have for my colleague and focus on my boyfriend and only on my boyfriend? Me, 38 year old female, boyfriend, 40 year old male, colleague, early 30s male. We all work remotely. I don't live with my boyfriend, but I see him three to four times a week. I won't physically see my colleague, but I do look forward to seeing his messages, and I genuinely want to talk to him. My boyfriend is everything that I look for in life, every single aspect except for the sex. In all my previous relationships, I only uh, I only have sex with my then-boyfriend for a few times at the beginning of the relationship, and then wouldn't have sex anymore. For relationships that last, uh, that last for almost two years, seven years, and three years. So sex has always been something I'm extremely self-conscious about, as I am the common denominator for all my past relationships. I don't know why my boyfriend doesn't want to have sex with me, but my current boyfriend has hormonal issues and he's taking medication for it. Unsure if he will ever want to have sex with me again, but I uh, I feel less of a female and less desirable because of it. He always uh, reassures me through actions that we are in it for the long haul and I have never for a second doubted it. My colleague is a very sweet boy. I have no interest in being with him whatsoever. I only want to talk to him. The desire to talk to him bothers me a lot and I I don't know how to get over this guilt. I work with him, so I won't be able to just not talk to him at all. Help. What should I do? Wow. Okay. There are two big issues here. Well, one big issue, and then one that uh, I think we can agree is kind of, it's uh, it's dancing with the devil, that you've got to be careful in these situations. It's not a big issue yet, but it could be, and that is the co-worker. My my, uh, boy, my advice usually is figure out what's missing with your current relationship, and that will be what is cracking the door open for this fantasy relationship. Except you've got a fairly good bead on what's going wrong with your current relationship. So let me just switch real quick to the uh, early 30s co-worker, and then we're going to talk sex, James. You Ooh, and me. Ooh, yes. This won't be awkward at all. No, no. I've said before, it's interesting. I talk about sex and masturbation with almost 100% of clients because they are so foundational to us as people and us in relationships. But early 30s, here's the best way to start. um, Well, no, I'm not going to say it that way. Do it. (laughs) My guess is you are completely romanticizing this person whom you don't really spend any real face-to-face time with. So in your mind... Uh, This person is only what you read that you two may communicate through messaging or maybe speak on the phone. And then your mind, like a Mad Lib, will fill in all the blanks of what you don't know about this person. 
And because you're romanticizing this person, your mind fills in all those blanks with uh, like a sparkly, lovely, wonderful, uh, they don't burp, they smell good when they get out of uh, the sauna, like uh, all the things that don't really exist, but your mind thinks they exist because you so badly want to idealize this person relationship. Over time, if you don't make a move on this person, it's probably good that you don't see them face to face. I'm guessing they will do something that creates cognitive dissonance where you want to make them ideal, but they do something that you don't like. And now you have to reckon with them as a real three-dimensional person, and they're not going to be quite as attractive to you. So that is that. The sex thing is curious to me because, as you mentioned, you are the common denominator to all now four of your relationships that have been not just low sex, but no sex. And uh, that uh, it's I, I can't imagine three, no, now four men being in a relationship that is sex free. Like that doesn't make sense to me. And knowing how young men operate, your boyfriend having hormonal issues. Eh, all right. I guess I don't know what that means exactly, but um, that shouldn't completely. Do you know how hard it is to wipe away the sex drive in a young male? Like uh, that is such a powerful drive. I don't know what's going on, but I do hope in all seriousness, that you have conversation with your boyfriend and ask about it. I don't know that he's unable. And one thing that couples have a very difficult time talking about is masturbating. So I always ask, this is a low sex relationship, always ask, does your husband, does your boyfriend uh, get an erection at night? Like, do they wake up with one? Can you feel it when they're sleeping? Are you back into it? Those kind of things. Back into it. And number it. two, does he <laughs> masturbate? Yeah. I what know, is okay. going on in this house? Well, I don't know if you sleep with your wife, but you're in kind of close quarters I have, when that kind of thing happens. I have a king-size bed, and there is acres of land between us. <laughs> well, that's by design on her part, I'm sure. But uh, so my question is, is he masturbating? And if you don't know, that's a conversation you two should be able to have by now. And if you can't have it, there's probably some... Uh, hang-ups, for lack of a better word, both of you have with sex that keeps you from healthily moving forward. I, I'm looking at the time here, James, thinking I could go on, but I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I do appreciate you giving me a moment to speak here because I'm just going to shut this thing down real quick. Uh, so the the crush on the coworker is irrelevant. You get over this crush, there's going to be another crush and another crush and another crush because you're obviously not happy in your current relationship, even if you say that you are. And I think it comes down to the guys you're picking. You're picking guys who essentially just have, they have no self-respect. I mean, if you're in a relationship, you're not married, you're in a relationship and the sex suddenly shuts off and they say, okay, we're just going to stick this out. Like, why, why would they do that? They would do that if they think that you are their best option. That staying in a relationship with somebody they are never, ever going to have sex with again is better than going out there and trying their options with literally anybody Ooh. else. They basically don't think nice. they can get laid. They don't. So they think, well, I guess this is just who I am. I'm a loser. I can't get laid. But at least there's a girl who will talk to me and hang out and watch Netflix. <laughs> Not Netflix and chill, just the Netflix part. And so they Ooh. settle for that. And you pick one guy like 
like this who just doesn't do it for you and when you shut things down they're like okay that's the best i can do and they just stick with it you've got you're kind of a serial monogamist i mean these are long relationships uh so maybe i'm going to posit two theories uh either you're shooting too low with your guys and you need to try to find a guy who actually does it for you or maybe you'd be happier outside of a relationship that lasts for so long you keep getting in these long relationships and you're just not sexually attracted to people in that in that setting either the people you've chosen who you think you're compatible with long term or maybe it's just the setting itself maybe being with one person just isn't for you uh, but I mean the fact that you're fantasizing about this coworker who you don't even see uh, in the, the, if you know what fantasizing about it, that's fine what, what, what the problem is that it bothers you you feel super guilty you feel overcome by guilt about this and uh, if you're not feeling guilty about that if, if this guy changes offices and goes someplace else you're going to feel super guilty about having a crush on the guy who's bagging groceries or the guy at the gas station or see the, there are other men in the world I mean the, the other gender isn't going to suddenly disappear so you are in a sexually unsatisfying relationship it makes you feel bad for multiple reasons I think it's time to get out and either find somebody who does it for you or maybe just be single for a while and casually date and kind of test what what you're into because maybe the kind of guy you think you're into is not the actual kind of guy who's going to make you happy long term or even short term uh, any closing thoughts Steve yeah, boy, those are good points, James. My first thought was maybe she doesn't want to be in a sexual relationship. And ergo, she picks guys with low self-esteem or however you frame that. But she did say, I feel like less of a woman if I'm not having sex. So it seems like she's kind of caught with those two desires and they can't both live in the same space. I don't know how to resolve that other than you've got to sort of pick a direction here. And either is fine, but... Uh, you got to go one way or the other. You can't live with one foot in both. Yes. So I, I think we can both agree that the worst possible solution is to stay exactly where you are right now. Anything that gets you out of this current situation in either direction is going to be a positive development. So do whatever breaks the inertia and get moving. Well, if you have a question you'd like us to answer in 10 minutes or less, send that in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It could be platonic coworkers, platonic friends parent child whatever you've got send it in this has been another episode of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back